The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Yeah, Lamar Jackson, number one overall. Man, you took a lot of heat when you uh, said that on this show, but uh, you still feel that way. Probably feel even stronger today, don't you? Oh, Chris, you're an idiot, Chris. You're an idiot. <laughs> uh, the only reason you got this job is because you're dad. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. I took heat for Lamar, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. We're going to deliver some heat today on the podcast, and I'm sure I'm going to take lots of fucking heat you are on, yeah. to, on social media i'm not even looking right now because i don't want to get involved you i know? think that's the best plan i, I think for, so for I every can. one or two nice things i'm right. going to say to you but i love the fact that you had blank first you're going to have a hundred that no call doubt. you some kind of name so just like make a pact with yourself yes for the next two months i'm staying away i'm, I'm gonna stay away because i do have a tendency too to get emotionally involved on social How media could you not and then pete dim a little, little lightest has yeah. to like put me back in my place and yeah and he's great he's like pete is really like my 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 psychologist mm. he really is some of the things he says to me at times make me feel so much better about and, yourself well and not even about myself but just rationalizing the comments that are made that are bad and just yeah. this world we're in right now where yeah it can be a little disgusting What's one that's really gotten you like the most recent time you sat down and looked at something you're like you know what i'm going all in here with this person well gosh this pisses me off yes i i've gone you know i got into a little spat with about Tua stuff here the last week and people attacking me with that and i made a comment about mac jones and mm. the easy comparison is to compare Mac Jones to Tua. Sure. But people got all personal about it. And then that just bothered me altogether. So uh, I'm excited about this. You know, I'm not one really to change my rankings a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Last year, I did get a little infatuated with Jordan Love early in the process, and I had him above Tua. I ultimately ended up switching them. Right. Uh, I, I don't think I'm going to have any switching this year. I, I really do. I've, it's been a good 10 days of really me just studying quarterbacks, mm. I feel extremely confident. And I very rarely change my top guys and all of that. I've done it once. I've done it once. Where, Which year? Well, the Lamar Jackson draft. I came out as Lamar at Jackson 1, Josh Allen 2. And this is where I'll never fall into this trap ever again. And we'll unveil my, my rankings here very uh, shortly. I'm Chris Sims. This is Polly Burmeister, <laughs> by the way. Uh, but... Yes, so I had Lamar and Josh Allen, right? And, of course, took a ton of heat. And I ended up moving Lamar and putting Josh Allen one. And moved Lamar down the list, you know, one, because, hey, you're going to have to play a certain way with Lamar and things like that. But the biggest thing is forget the fan backlash. I got incredible backlash from people in the NFL. Really? Oh, my gosh, incredible. 
incredible. And I just remember the owners meeting that year. I told this story on PFT today where we were out in Arizona and I had so many GMs, coaches, some other people I respect in the media who were like, really? Like, they kept like making like these little, you know, passive aggressive comments. And then I started to go, man, maybe there's something I don't know about the guy or the mm. person or everything like that. So I'm never going to back down anymore. I always do believe that I know a lot more than most of these guys out there. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is this. Listen, I'm evaluating from what I see on the football field. I I can't get on the board with these guys. Uh, I don't know the person and the makeup of the person and the attitude and maybe the leadership and all of those. Yeah, I hear things and all that, and I know people all around the league. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm evaluating what I see between the lines, and that's what you're going to get here today when we break this down. I think it's also good, even though you're a fan, I'm sure that you keep somewhat of an eye on Saturdays on college football. You're not living college football and getting caught up in the narratives there. I'm not. From August through January. You're probably like, okay, I know the names. I know a little bit about what they did. Right. But you're forming that opinion solely based off of the film you watch now in the winter, in the spring. Solely. You don't have a history with what's been beat into you throughout the fall. No, no, I do not at all. I really don't. Um, hey, I know some of the basic narratives out there. Listen, I respect what Mel Kuyper does, mm-hmm. Daniel Jeremiah at the NFL yeah. Network. I always got a little clue of what they're saying. I like, their, I like listening to them. They're smart guys. They know football. So, you know, I know some of that. But, yes, I don't get caught into the narratives of what is being said on college football Saturdays. And also, even with my NFL friends, I, you know, I have conversations leading up to this process because I've already had some friends, hey, have you really started the quarterbacks yet and all that? You know, two weeks ago I was going, no, not yet. I know what I've seen on TV. Right. And they say things to me, and I just go, okay. But I, I, I want to be like, I've seen you mess draft picks up a whole lot, so I don't really care what you think anyways. So right. I'm going to do it the way I see fit. Uh, you can agree with it or not, whatever. I can just tell you that I work hard at it. And I've seen a lot in my life. Listen, I grew up around an NFL quarterback. I've gotten to catch passes from guys like Dan Marino and mm-hmm. Brett Favre and Tom Brady yeah. and seen all of them in person. So we'll see where it goes. But I'm very excited to uh, unveil this as we go here. Let's, before we get into one through right, six, right. and I, I just saw it for the first time. Yeah. So it, it, it's going to be a, a nice little surprise right. for everybody. Let, let's keep the history going a little bit to kind of frame okay. what we're doing. I want to I show some of the older tweets that have come in, just how you have stood your ground on some things and cut against the grain a little bit. For, and you've, right. you've, had some really good, you've had some really good springs this way of ranking the guys one through five in terms of how this played out. We see there with uh, who are we talking about here. Mahomes. Okay, Mahomes. People. That was pretty good. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Did you see him throw off his back foot? Yeah, yeah. you know. Okay, yes, I did. And most of them are complete and on the money. I that works. Them. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Mahomes, and we move into Lamar Jackson. You talked about that. You had him number one. Yep. Most people did not. Yeah, I know. It's and that, there was well. a lot to like Lamar, not even, not even as the, the athlete and all that. The one thing that I always think got underappreciated about Lamar, Lamar tried to be a pocket passer. It wasn't mm-hmm. like, I'm just looking to run. He tried to go through reads and things like that. There were so many positives. And, of course, you know, yes, he's pretty damn awesome. Someone called you a shock jock for yes, ranking uh, Lamar number right. one. I hear yeah, that yes. all the time. I'm, I'm a shock jock or I only have the job because of my father. Sure. It's the only reason I'm employed. Right. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. You mean that, that's not true? What am I doing here? Uh, Tua, yeah, the uh, Tua thing, it's only a year in, but you, you were one of the first to, to kind of pump the brakes yeah. 
on Tua last year and say, yeah. you know what, I, I, I like him a little bit. Right. I don't love him. Right. And through and one like, season, that's pretty good. Herbert right. has been a lot better. Yeah, well, it's, it's not even close at this point. And you're right, I'm not trying to judge, you know, that. But look, throw that back up there, Kristen. Let's see that. How one. can you have a name Bro Chill and be an asshole like that on Twitter? Okay? Why wouldn't you be if, if you were calling yourself Bro Chill? I mean, Bro Chill, and yet you're the not chill asshole on social media. Okay? <laughs> so you chill, bro. All right, get back in your seat. And, uh, yeah, okay, that's all we got to say about that. See, I'm already getting emotionally invested here. <laughs> uh, I think for that reason, it's, it's one of the most fun times of the year. I it love is. the games during the fall, but ranking the quarterbacks is really it fun. It is good. It and is good. I just want to say that you mentioned, like, people want to come at you for being wrong. Yeah. Nobody gets all of these rights. No. Nobody has I've ever been wrong, right? gotten them 100% right. right. I used to work with, with Mayock all the time and Daniel Jeremiah. And they were so good at it, just like you are. Yeah. And people want to bring up, well, what about this? Of course okay. I'm not 100%. Right. The greatest coach of all time misses draft picks all the time. Dr- drives drives you know? me crazy. It's not a perfect thing. It's not. And, and never I, will be. No, it's yeah. not. And I've been wrong. Listen, I'm still pissed that I didn't have Dak Prescott in my top five QBs that year. I'm, I missed out on Daniel Jones a little bit. You know, to where I look at that and go, yeah, I didn't quite evaluate. So I'm not perfect. I understand that. But I do do my homework. And like I said, I got experience. Right. And we'll see where this goes. Okay. Yeah. So that's the, that, that's a little bit of background. Oh, yeah. We've built you up. So so th- don't screw this up this okay. year. Okay. Thanks a lot. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I, I did watch this morning. I right. did watch you and Mike. Yeah. So th- this is pretty fresh for me. One through six. Let's go ahead and get rolling with number one. Go ahead. Let's do it. I mean, we got a graphic here we're going to throw up, but here's my number one. Wait a second. They they flip-flop one and two. <laughs> Pete, Pete, you want to switch that? Yeah. Right. I'm a shock jock. You know, first off. Clickbait. So, yes, if you're listening, we got one Zach Wilson, two Trevor Lawrence, three Mac Jones, mm. four, and I'm going to explain this, Kellen Mond from Texas A&M. He's the guy that is way under the radar. Five is Justin Fields. Six is Trey Lance. And, you know, just to say this one more time, because, you know, again, I just, I, I'd like people to listen here. I, I, I said this to Mike Florio today. I'm not into, like, getting clicks or likes or anything right. like that. I want to be right. I have aspirations to be a GM or a pro personnel as I get older at do some you? point in my life. I didn't know that. I do. I do. Is it you know? me? No, no, it's not you. <laughs> but I, there, that's certainly something on my radar. I'm not cool. saying I okay. would definitely do it. Yeah. But, it, you know, if the t- timing in that. my life was right, yeah. uh, I certainly would. So I don't want to sit out here and, you know, maybe 10 years from now, if I do get a chance to ever do that or something like that mm-hmm. and have the, some owner go, well, you did this. Why? Right. And I'm, oh, because right. I was trying to get likes that day. That's what I, I was trying to get retweets. Yeah. No, that's not. I like being right more than anything about social media. So uh, let's go. Let's start with let's Zach Wilson that. and the number one guy. Okay, Zach Wilson, number yeah. one, as the, uh, as the everyman fan here. Yeah. I mean, what everybody's wondering, and I think he's terrific too, but right. the question how do you not have Trevor Lawrence number one? Right. Well, listen, I like Trevor Lawrence. He's definitely worthy of the number one pick. I'm not going to sit here and just go, like, and we'll get to Trevor Lawrence in a what second. What makes Zach better it. Zach to you. Wilson is, I'm blown away by Zach Wilson. I feel like I'm back watching almost a Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. again. That's how I feel when I'm watching him. Yeah. It's Aaron Rodgers-ish. It is, now clarify that because people are going to take yeah. off running the wrong direction right. because you're saying, how can, how can he be Patrick Mahomes? Right. How can he be Aaron Rodgers? Right. Well, I mean it by this. First of all, his throwing is exceptional, okay? And, like, 
the consistency of the throwing right off the bat. There's guys open, whatever he hits them. It's on the target all the time. 20-yard out route, 10-yard out route. There's never really waver in any accuracy on things that are there to be had. Then you just talk about the great talent he has. Listen, he's got the best, the best arm in the draft. You know, and from that aspect, I mean, hey, could Justin Fields, if they stand there, or Trevor Lawrence, and you just said, throw it as hard as you can right there at the wall, could maybe they throw it a few miles per hour harder? I don't know, maybe. But the difference is Zach Wilson, you know, can throw 100 on the radar every, every throw and ev- from every angle yeah. and, and in every window. And two feet are off the ground, and he still can throw it as hard as he wants and has unbelievable control as if the ball, if the, the receiver was four feet from him. So, you know, his arm is special, and his accuracy is special. So he takes advantage of all that's there to be had, as you always hear me talk about that. But it's the other aspect of his game that just also blows me away. When there is nothing there, or, oh, okay, there is a guy open, but, whoa, the degree of difficulty of that throw there for being open, and he's got people around him, it's, it's off the charts. It's, it's wow. Mm-hmm. You know, I knew the kid had talent. I don't know. I did not expect to see what I saw, yeah. where it was just one consistent highlight show game after game after game after game. And then added to that the off-schedule stuff. He's a special athlete. Mm-hmm. He can throw in the pocket with people around him. And what I mean is he doesn't need room in the pocket. So, you know, the pocket's collapsing, and he doesn't need to, like, gear up and be like, oh, i got to get ready to throw it. He can just, huh, huh. And it's like, whoa, that was 20 yards, and he barely put any effort into that. Right. He, it looked like he flicked it. Right. You know, whoa. You know, he was, both feet were off the ground, and he threw it 14, 15-yard out route on the money. You know, there's just so much of that. And then he has the moxie and the ability to extend plays. And within that, you know, hey, listen, I love athletes, but I love athletes, a quarterback, who play like Rodgers, Mahomes, and Josh Allen. When they run, they don't really want to run. They Mm want to run to then find space to throw a 30- or 40-yard missile and beat you with their arm. And they only run when they go, okay. They triple dog dare me. Everybody's back. All right, I'll go run for 15 yards or 20 yards. And right. that's, he's capable of doing that. He's a very good athlete. His feet are off the charts good, yeah. right? Yeah. And um, the, the only, the, I guess what I come down to with, with him, the only negative is maybe I wish he was a little bigger, Okay. Other than that, I had that written down too because he's listed at six three two ten. Right, and I'm watching him like he looks six three one ninety. Yeah, yeah. Now well, this is what I do like. I, I know I, I can't wait to see what he weighs in at and yeah. all of that type of stuff. He does have a nice set of legs on him. You know, mm. I'm a legs and ass guy. I know. Yeah. And his thighs and butt. It's a, it's an athlete's thighs and butt to mm-hmm. where I go. Oh no, the explosion there is real. Right. And all of those type of things. And yeah, will he measure at six three? We'll see. Is it you know as long as is it six two and three quarters? Probably that's right. what it's probably going to be something like that. But that is truly the only negative I can find. And then you know added to that, I'm big on. Let me see the bad game, the worst game, right? Mm-hmm. The worst game Which for one was it Coastal Carolina, mm. where I would go, man. Okay, they had a pretty good game plan. Yep, he might have. Had a few throws where you'd go, damn, I've seen him hit that throw all year long. He's a little off. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. But 
And they did have a good game. He was under pressure, and he had to deal with stuff all game. It wasn't like people were open or anything like that. But still, if that's the worst game of the year, he still made more throws and plays in that game that I would say that maybe any of the other quarterbacks made in any, in, in any game themselves. And he was good on the last drive, too. What? Yeah. The right? last drive? Are you the, the 40-yard hole shot? Mm-hmm. The throw people in the pocket on the last play of the game and he throws a 22-yard laser in-cut from an awkward position on the money and the guy gets tackled at the three-inch line? Right. Like, that's, that's insanity stuff. See, that's Mahomes and Rogers stuff. And uh, that's where I just I, – I, listen, I knew the kid was good and had talent. I right. saw that in college and on TV this year. Yeah. But, again, like I said, when you start to study and break it down, it just starts – it's just one after another. And you just go, oh, my gosh. I know, oh my gosh, I know, oh my gosh, right? Oh, my gosh, right. So just, just for background sure. and kind of framing where I come to this one, too, I yeah. did something with Peter King yesterday. I knew we were going to spend a lot of time on this. Peter right. did a great article, kind of an intro of Zach on his uh, Football Morning in America. You can check that out, out as well. But So I've, I've watched him more than the other guys yeah. in the past couple of weeks, right. or really the, the past couple of days. I also was blown away. Right. And okay. I, good. I kinda, I'm glad you, to hear that. You threw out a lot of a lot of different ways of praising him and analyzing him. Yeah. I want to kind of break it down a little bit. Let's start cool. with just the physical ability. Right. I got the feeling watching him uh, a few games in. Same feeling I had last year with Justin Herbert. Yeah. Not in the same kind of raw talent. Right. But if he's throwing a five-yard stop route in front of him or a twenty-yard out route to the other hash, the motion looked the exact same. Exact same. Right. And that's something that we talked about with Herbert last year. No doubt. Is that something that you saw too? Without a doubt. The mechanics are flawless. They're flawless. Now, you know, people, and I'm going to stand up here a little bit. repeatable whether he's making an easy throw or a difficult one. Exactly right. And, you know, the mechanics, again, it doesn't always have to be, you know, exactly the same with each quarterback. But, you know, this kid here is, he's a little bit of a, a little bit, and yeah, yeah, can you tilt that up just a little? You know, he holds the ball right here. And it's, it's loose and relaxed, like a Mahomes or Rodgers. But at the base core principles of his mechanics, it's always a great turn of the shoulder, right? Mm-hmm. No matter what. Oh, my feet are like this because I got pressure. He gets great turn on the shoulder, and then he's the king of across the body yeah, with his yeah. arm, yeah. right? So those, those things um, are special about him, and that's why the ball explodes off his hands. Mm-hmm. The, the ball spins RPMs? Yeah. I mean, it looks – it's it's like, is that is that a trick? Is that is that did they do something to make it look like that? So he's going to be able to cut it through weather or anything like that, right. let alone just the sheer power in his arm and his ability to throw the ball 70 yards down the field or make right. the other awkward throws. And I, I knew that you were going to like him a lot the more I watched him. I, I'm, I'm surprised you have him number one. Yeah. I didn't think you were going to go there. But the more I watched him, the more I saw – Okay, you, you, you want to take the, the ball, get back, step towards your target, follow through. That's great. There's yeah. a little bit of that. Yeah. But there's so much of the little hop this way, I'm going to fade back here. I'm going to step this way and throw it that way. I, I, kinda, I was trying to think of the, of the best comparison to kind of illuminate it. And what I thought of just athletically, really good shortstop. If, if you're at an MLB game, balls hit to the right. He right. can run up there and sling it to the first baseman, no problem. Step ahead of the runner. He can be fading back into left field and throw it. He can take a step towards second base and come across this way. And in addition to the traditional throws, yeah. there are so many of those where he is the athletic shortstop moving all over the place with the ball looks the same, going to the target. Like, yes. You have to sit up at some point and be like, this is even better than I thought it was going to be. Exactly right. And, you know, the things you're saying, again, like these are things you, you heard on TV this year about Mahomes and his baseball background. Mm-hmm. And I thought, right. Yeah. 
It, yeah, it's real. You know, and, and again, the point you make is really the thing. When things are perfect, like, he's going to throw yeah, it perfect. It's good. But when things aren't perfect, it's almost perfect every throw, too. Yeah. And that's where I just go, holy crapola, Batman. And, you know, I'm... I know I'm gonna. I know I'm already getting crapped on on social media and all of those type of things. I'm sure because everybody's been fed Trevor Lawrence for four, three years straight. That's all you got to hear about. What was your biggest point of conviction where you're like, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna be the guy that has a number one. Because as I watched and I watched every throw of the season, mm-hmm. I went, it's act. There's a there, to me. There's distance between one and two here. I'm, I'm sorry. There's, it's, he's clearly number one for me, like mm-hmm. clearly. And there is space between him and Trevor Lawrence. And I really like Trevor Lawrence and think he's worthy of the number one pick. I do. But it's, it's just all the plays and everything. And listen, here's the other thing that's going to come up, right? And I'm sure we have a question there. Competition. Yes. Th- th- yeah. Right? Two things. And that, yeah. That's number one. So mm-hmm. the competition. Let, let me find the competition one. Uh, it's from Caleb Baird. Yep. It says, love the pod. How much do you value Zach Wilson? who faced lower competition at sure. BYU as opposed to, like, Justin Fields, who faced better teams, uh, or, or Trevor Lawrence, right. Kellen Mond, throw any of them out there. Yes. Well, listen, it, I, I understand that, and you got to take that into account to a degree. Mm-hmm. But I'm not – I don't go overboard with that. Listen, again, I'll go – like, Mahomes and the Big 12. There, there's not many great NFL defensive players coming out of the Big 12. We, it'd be hard to name them right now in the NFL. Right. So the competition wasn't that great there either. I know they're household names in Texas and, and you know, Oklahoma and some of those schools. But I, I understand that. But mm-hmm. here's the other aspect, too. Yeah. You know, I would also can say to that, well, how much easier was the game for Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields? So they got first-round receivers and running backs and everything that can bail them out when Fair they're not enough. quite on hot, hot either. Someone who was playing the other side could yeah. also say, yeah. yeah, but he's also throwing against first-round corners, first-round safeties, facing pass rush from sure. first-round players. Right. Zach Wilson might not have seen that all season. No, maybe not. You're right. But, all right, I'll say this, you know, and especially when it comes to the ACC. The ACC ain't that great this year, okay? Yeah. I mean, you saw it firsthand. Yeah. It was Notre Dame and Clemson. Right. North Carolina was pretty good. Clemson didn't even have to play them. Right. And they were solid, okay? But I, I didn't look at ACC football this year, and, and especially as I'm going through film, just going, whoa, it's one powerhouse after another. He got, Trevor Lawrence got to be on the better team on the field every game of the year right. except for – one. But you can see him in the but past couple of years again. He's, he's awesome, and we're going to get to him in a yeah. second. He's awesome. I, I don't right. want to say that. Yeah. But, but my last thing would be this. You know, throwing the ball into a tight window or to a guy covered is throwing the ball into I don't give a damn what level it is. Right. Okay? He's going to be able to adjust that, oh, now my receiver runs a little faster and that DB runs a little faster. Yeah. I could go back to Josh Allen again and same things there. Right. And go, I saw plenty – to go, he can do it. Now, Josh Allen's big thing, you know, people always made it about the accuracy. You know, okay, did it, he let it fly at times and things like that. What I would really say, it wasn't Josh Allen's accuracy. He didn't get some of the screens and, and bull crap throws that Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield got. That hurt his accuracy. And he was a little too strong in his belief, and I can fit it in there. Mm-hmm. It was the decisions that led to you go, well, damn, you can't fit it into a hole this big with three guys around him. That, that, right. It was that that was. So I wasn't like, Oh wow, there's accurate he has no control of the football. No, I just went a little bit like, dude, you can't fit the ball into every keyhole <laughs> in the world. But uh 
I, I, so what, I, what I'm basically saying is, listen, I take that into account, but I think it's something that's a hair overrated in the big picture of things when you evaluate it. I know an explosive arm and a twitchy it, right. athlete when I see it, yeah. and this is what this guy is. Don't you think general managers and scouts are going to have to coach against themselves or block this out of their mind that they've always watched a really good quarterback prospect against the Coastal Carolina, against the La Tech, and say, okay, that's good, but right. I know LSU game is coming. I can watch him against Auburn. Like, that's not coming now. No. Do you think that some of these guys are going to evaluate and keep him in a safer spot? Because, like, last year you could watch Joe Burrow against Texas. Yeah, sure. You watch Zach Wilson against Texas State. Yeah, Do you think ultimately that, that professionals, guys who were doing this, as general managers for teams, right. will we'll keep him back because of that point that was brought I, up. I th- you know, maybe, but I would just say that's not that wise. There's too many awesome quarterbacks for the test of time for the, from the, from the past, yeah. whether that's Terry Bradshaw, Phil Sims, Joe Flacco, Josh Allen. We're all were from Crapola yeah. University, and they played Crapola Universities every week. Yeah. You know, and then here's the other aspect I think that will ultimately – when they go to a pro day and see him throw, yeah. then they're going to go, well, I don't give a damn what competition it was. It's true. It's, I, I, I've never seen a guy that throws like this. Yeah. This is unreal. And I think that will change people too. And, you know, we'll see where it goes. But I, I, I will stand by that. I think he is the clear number one. Mm-hmm. Like the clear. There's some yeah. distance here to me. And I really like Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Um, and, you know, let's get into Trevor Lawrence now, I guess. I, okay. Or unless you want anything you else you want to You don't want me to keep on. it with Zach Wilson for the well, next hour? <laughs> I have a number of places I wanted to go. Pete, are we, are we moving on to, to, uh, to Trevor? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. To be revisited later. Yeah, we can. Well, I mean, right. I think for we sure. hit all the staples. People know what we're talking about there. I think we hit all the, the essentials. I think you stuck with me for four of these in a row, too. So yeah. there will be some revisiting. Oh, I'm stuck with Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Darn it. Second-rated right. quarterback in the draft. I don't yeah. know how many other people are going to get to say that sitting across from an analyst, but uh, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, well, Trevor Lawrence, amazing. Okay? I mean, big, strong arm, right? He's played in a lot of big-time college mm-hmm. football. You know, the talent is there. There's no doubt. And to add on top of that, there's untapped talent still here, too. There's things that can be fixed in his football game. Mm. You know, the one thing that I think I came away with in Trevor Lawrence, and listen, there's a lot of plays where I go, oh, damn throw, good throw, holy crap, great throw. You know, ooh, pressure around him. You know, I always say size is a skill. He's got that over Zach mm-hmm. Wilson. You know, he can have it, oh, people in his face, and he can throw it over them and do those type of things. Yeah, Zach Wilson, though, with his pressure and stuff, he's going to throw in some weird angle and get it in between. He's not going to be able to do that. So, hey, that's an advantage I would say Trevor Lawrence has over him. Trevor Lawrence's running is special. But when it comes to just pure throwing and even the decision-making, Zach Wilson's offense is pro-ish, and it is the ability to process and go one to two to three mm. and do it seamlessly right. is really damn good. It's second in this draft only to one guy, and we're going to get there in a second. Or it, it's, it's up there with the Joe Burrows of what we saw last year. His ability to process and get to the guy is very impressive. You know, Trevor Lawrence is not quite there there yet. It's real good. There's no doubt. But it's a very college offense, too. And I think with Trevor Lawrence – Again, the raw talent is really real. And, like, I have her. He's definitely worthy of the number one pick. Mm-hmm. If Jacksonville wants to pick him number one, you're not going to sit here and see me go, that's so yeah. stupid. That's ridiculous. No. I, I see it. It's real. But what I'll say to you is 
He's not as good a thrower as Justin Herbert was last year. Okay. Okay. You know, that, those, that's a machine. Like Zach Wilson, it's a machine. Joe Burrow, you know, his accuracy and his ability last year to go through reads and all that was a machine. Now, he didn't have the pure arm talent that Trevor Lawrence has. But the one thing that I think jumped out to me, and maybe I didn't even realize when I'm watching it on TV, because it's Clemson and they win and they still put up points and yards and things like that, but there are a number of easy throws delivered to him. Mm-hmm. Screens, hey, ETN, here's a receiver, screen, all that. And you have to start worrying about that. And then he gets to throw to a lot of wide-open people, he too. Does, yeah. Okay, And I have no issue with that. But there's also a number of throws where, and this is where I think I was a little, like, taken back by it, where I just go, that ball's off target. Like, I, he's wide open, and he missed it. Now, nobody cares because it's Clemson, and the next play – there's right. somebody making a play, and they get the first down, so it doesn't get, like, glorified. But Trevor Lawrence has some inconsistencies, in, in my opinion, in his mechanics and throwing. And, Kristen, I'm going to stand up again if you can tilt the camera up for me. Um, but here we go. So there's a few things with him. First off, you know, I love that Z- you know, Zach Wilson's motion's real tight. This never breaks or anything like that. Trevor Lawrence can let his arm get a little long at times, and – he goes, and he gets away with a lot of this because he's got God-given talent. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a baller. I mean, again, I'm not trying to be negative on Trevor Lawrence, but it could be all over the place with footwork at times. And not like to where I'm like, these are all fixable to where this is where I go. It's untapped potential. He can do some things. But, you know, first thing is I don't always see great arm, like upper body movement, right? You ever watch Mahomes, Brady, Rodgers? They get upper body movement. It's not about the arm. He can let his arm just act like an independent contractor. Also, number of throws where it's that or it's a big stride. And he might complete some of them, but some of them are not complete. And then the quality of the ball is a little compromised at times, too. And listen, I'm, I'm being picky here. This is, these are number one pick kind right. of guys, so I'm, I'm diving in deep. So I see that. And then the other thing he can do, too, is he can be a backbender. He can be... He can be like this, and I, that's just that. He's got to fix that. And it What's the negativity there? Well, you can't, you can't rotate or do anything like that. You're going to have to just fall and step in the bucket every mm. time. You know, I'm trying to throw the ball here, and I'm like this, and I go like this. Like, yeah, you're, you're, you're really talented, and you'll still throw a lot of completions because you've mm-hmm. got a big hand and a big arm and all of those. But that day where you don't have it, that's where you need mechanics. That's right. where you got to go, wait, wait I'm, I'm a little off today. Wait, mm-hmm. hold on. I just can't do it with my, my God-given ability. Right. And those are the things that, you know, I just looked at a little bit that not concerning. Like I said, they're fixable, and it's right. still a really awesome <clears throat> film, and he's really good. But there was just more of that than I think I thought watching on TV. I think, first of all, Ooh, it's I'm important yeah, <laughs> to take a breath. Uh, I think it's important to point out here, as the first time that we've talked about these quarterbacks on the show, right. and the fact that you have Zach Wilson 1 and Trevor Lawrence 2, it's not a case where you're raising your hand and saying, hey, Trevor Lawrence is not as good as people say. I get the feeling you really like him. I do. You believe in him to be an I NFL do. success and worthy right. of a high pick. Definitely. You just think the other guys are a little bit better. And I yeah. think it's important to point out it's Thank not you. a positive-negative thing. It's two positives with one higher. No doubt. Okay, so that's – I mean, Trevor I'm Lawrence, reading that the right way. Thank you. Yes. And okay. I, I think Trevor Lawrence is like – we're talking long career. 
He's got Hall of Fame type talent, ability, right. all of those things. Yes, you know, I'm yeah. not, I'm not knocking him. I'm it's, just saying the guy I see right now at number one, right. is really damn like superstar, special talent, and NFL ready right yeah. now. I just, I want that understanding Thank out you. there for you as Thank we you. go forward. Yeah, and all we have to do is point to last year. Who did you have as your second best quarterback? Yeah, Justin Herbert. And you love him. Yeah. So I mean, this can be, and I, I'm not putting words in your mouth. Exactly. But this can be that kind of situation yes. where you really think the top two get, two guys can both be special. Definitely. We I'm have excited this, about this whole class. It's it's a fun watch. It is a good it? class. Yes. Um, from Twitter here, at January 14, and yeah. yes, there is an S in there, January. <laughs> is Lawrence really a generational talent, or have we just been hearing that for so long it's groupthink? No, I, I, think, I think he is in that generation. I don't, again, like I said, I don't, he's a better athlete than Justin Herbert. I don't think he's the pure power machine arm thrower that we saw from Justin Herbert mm-hmm. last year. But it's still a special talent. It is. Um, am I going to look at it like I looked at it like Mahomes or Josh Allen to where I just thought I saw like just raw talent where I went, man, th- you know, this is Brett Favre. This is that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I don't like quite look at it like that. Um, but, yes, I still think this is a really special talent. And part of it is what he said. You know, it's Clemson. They're mm-hmm. awesome. We've been it was a top recruit in high school. Yeah. You know, a freshman year, he wins the national championship. And before that, he beat out Kelly Bryant. Right. Who was, who was that was a that really freshman good year. College Very good college quarterback. Yeah. Right, right. And, you know, again, you know, Clemson's going to win next year, too. Clemson was good this year with the freshman who was in there. Right. And they lost an overtime game to a top four team. Mm-hmm. So the team is really good. Um, but, yes, we have been, you know, it, it just becomes – the overall hype machine. It's a little like Tua last year. But, again, I'm saying this guy is more talented than Tua. Right. But it's just, hey, it's Clemson. They're awesome. His stats are good. They win. And, you know, that, he's got to be the best, right? And, uh, I, and, and he's really awesome. Again, I don't want to deny that. I just don't think he's as awesome as the guy number one. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that, that's a good start. Yeah. Wilson one, Lawrence two. I'm ready to go on to three. Let's do it. We'll spend a lot more time with Trevor down the road. Yes. So number three, right. you have Mac Jones. And right. I'm, I'm excited that you have him there. That kind of like Zach Wilson, you watch him, and I, I, I don't know how you could watch him, and whether it's five minutes in or 20 minutes in, be like, he's, he's better than what people are leading me to believe. A hundred percent, and I'm right? glad, so glad to hear you say that. You know, one, he is a machine thrower. Mm-hmm. He's, to me, like him and, and Zach Wilson are more consistent throwing the ball than Trevor Lawrence. Mm. But I, you know, his top-end talent and potential is not Trevor Lawrence. So that's why I don't have him there. But if you just ask me to, like, right now at this second, who can hit the most bullseyes and make the greatest? I'm going to go Mac Jones is going to hit more bullseyes than yeah. Trevor Lawrence right yeah. now. He is. Tre- I, like, Mac Jones is another one I'm, I was secretly blown away by as mm-hmm. I started to watch it. And it sounds yeah. like you were, yes. too. Yeah. His first knock, okay, is he doesn't look cool in his uniform. All right, that's, that's all that, that, to me, that's part of the reason we're talking about it. And Mike Florio brought it up today, too. And I, I wrote that down. I said, this yeah. is really one of his biggest issues. All right, the other issue I hear Hold a lot. Hold on a second. That he doesn't look good in his uniform? Yeah, he doesn't look cool in his uniform. His, it's, it's a thing. It's a thing. It the, becomes because then they just go, and then there's no sex appeal to his game. Well, that, that, we that, don't see sidearm and, you know. That, he, he doesn't move around much. I mean, that, that, that's a legit issue. But not looking good in his uniform, it just seems like a. 
kind of like a funny anecdotal well, thing. It is. To bring it's up. a funny anecdotal thing. There are That's a lot of really good Hall of Fame quarterbacks that I've walked right. in. Right. Like, look at this. This doesn't look like Zach yeah, Wilson okay. or Trevor Lawrence or as cool as some okay. of the other guys. Yeah. But you know what really does look awesome? Yeah. Every ball is a freaking piss missile, perfect yes. spiral on target. Yeah. And there's so many big time NFL throws, mm-hmm. it is unreal. And where, you know, you talked about like, the athleticism. Yeah. Yeah, okay. He's not going to be able to run like Zach Wilson or Trevor Lawrence or some of these other guys on the yeah. strap. Yeah. It, it's okay. His, his feet are extremely yeah. quick. He is unbelievable in the pocket. Yeah. And he can move plenty well enough to avoid traffic mm-hmm. and make throws on the run and yeah. do all of that. I am really was kind of like blown away by Mac Jones, too, because it was just mm-hmm. more than I was expecting. Right. I kind of expected to think, oh, it's Alabama, and they're coached well, right. and yeah, he hits the open guy, and blah, blah, blah. Yep. But there is so many throws where guys are covered, mm-hmm. and he puts it right in the right spot. It's a 25-yard corner route, boom, right in the right spot. Oh, it's tight coverage, and he throws a perfect back shoulder yeah. because the guy's head's turned, and only the receiver can see the ball. Boom, on the money. And then, Kristen, I'd like to stand up one more time again, all right? Because his mechanics are certainly special. And he's, yeah, he doesn't have all the arm angles that Zach Wilson and even Trevor Lawrence has some more arm angles too. But he still can deliver the ball within the realm of his mechanics any way he wants. So he's got a real traditional, you know, just real traditional throwing motion. You know, there's no sex appeal to it. But, okay, now the pocket's tight, and I got I to gotta throw a 20-yard a, a out route, and I don't have a lot of room. He, can, he tightens it up and just mm-hmm. does that. He has all the right mechanics. And he's not a long strider. No, he needs no room to throw and the football. It, it's always tight. It's, and it's, his, not, it's not a long over the top. No, yeah. it is exactly, it's exactly right. So, oh, it's a slant route, quick, boom, he can get it mm. out quick. Okay, now i got to drive a 25-yard crossing route. You know, again, it always looks like the same motion, but you have to, like, slow it down and look, and then, okay, now he digs in there a little bit more for that. But, you know... His ability to throw with touch. He has every throw in the book. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the way they call the game, hey, they, I think they called a more aggressive passing game this year as compared to Tua. Hey, Steve Sarkeesian was fantastic, fantastic this year. And I know they have wonderful weapons. Yes. Like, I could call those plays, too, with those guys. Sure. However, I mean, the, the scheming that he got to be a part of. Is great. Was, oh, my gosh. And I take awesome. it into account. But I still go back to go, man, there's a lot of plays where there's guys – the guys aren't wide open, and yep. he's still in the pocket with pressure, and he's got to stand there and make a big-time throw, and he, he delivers, it. and it's on the money. And he got hit a, a lot, lot right before he was delivering these balls. Like, that's something I didn't expect to see. I know. It's, it's more pressure than you again. realize. Yeah. You go, you think Alabama would protect great, and I go, it, it wasn't as good as I thought it was as I watched all year long. I think a lot of teams figured we may as well take our shots blitzing against this guy. We're probably going to get beat anyway. Let's get after maybe, him. So maybe. there was a lot of heavy blitz that got to him the second he got rid of the ball. I mean, so that was, that was a layer of uh, impressiveness I didn't expect to see. He stands in there, and he can deliver it. And right? like I said, it might not be the flair of the Rodgers, the Mahomes, the Zach Wilsons of the world. No. I feel like people are taking too many shots at him because of what you just said. I'm telling you. Because it's, it's just – It's a lack a- of sexiness and coolness in the uniform. I've heard my friends say it. That's why I said it. Really? I'm- With that – the way he looks, he's that good? I, yeah, I don't know. Sorry, his body's not great. I don't give a yeah. shit. I don't know yeah. what to say. The results are 
It's right. like every time it's like, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. It's th- th- this topic, is, as, I, as I was watching him, yeah. I kept hearing people say that because I've been reading that. I've been yeah. hearing the same thing. And I was just sitting up straighter and straighter being like, you know what? These people are wrong for dinging this guy for saying, eh, he's just he's pretty good. He's no. just consistent all the time. Do you no. want somebody who can be awesome or just consistent? And it's like, I'm like, I need some comparisons here yeah. to help make sense of this. You golf much? I mean, I know a lot about okay. golf. I don't golf much, but I, I play I with watch some good golfers. Yeah, okay, right, so like, right. if you're playing with somebody who's even when you make the turn, you're like, that's eh, it's, it's pretty good. God, right. it's a good golfer. Right. Not making birdies, but he's even. Right. You play four rounds with him on the weekend, and he's shooting 71 every single time. Yeah, right. That's a player, okay. and I feel like he's kind of the guy that's. I hear that. Maybe he's not going to go 64. He's hitting 70 almost every damn time. That's a very good analogy. You're exactly right. Thank you. Yes. And I also get a little bit of the feeling he's not – I thought Burrow was better last year. Yeah. But one of the things that stuck out about Burrow was like, man, how many times in a row has he gone to the right place? Uh, thank you. How that's many where I'm going to go next. Right? Has he gone yeah. to like – that's a tough coverage, but he put it in the right spot where it was supposed to be. And Mac Jones is doing that all the time, too. He's the quickest decision-maker I've ever seen. He's right on with Joe Burrow, who I said last year, I've never seen anybody process things as quickly and just go, like, one to two, and he's barely looking at three, and he's already going, like, mm-hmm. I'm throwing it. He's yeah. only open by four inches, but I'm going to hit it. I got him. And to me, that's where he is special, his ability to read the field, process the information. And it's a little bit of the reverse of what we've talked about as some of these other guys. Are tra- you know, the hype's never been there for him. Right. So this is a hard one for people to buy into. They're mm-hmm. just like, what? He wasn't the number one quarterback in the country. I don't think he was coming out of high school. And I didn't hear hype about him no. coming up the ranks. And, yeah. you know, all the hype of Tua in front of him. I think all those things have hurt Mac Jones. But I'm, what I'm sitting here and telling you is going, he's a top ten pick. There's no doubt in Thank my you. mind. I said that yesterday, he and after I thought about it, I'm like, pick. maybe I shouldn't have gone no. there. He, you said right. He is a top 10 pick. And the, I can look at a lot of guys that were drafted in the top 10 and go, are you kidding me? Mac mm-hmm. Jones is better than this guy. Jones, his arm is better than Joe Burrow's last year, in my opinion. Mm. It, it is better. Now, he's not the athlete and the playmaker. Right. Burrow was special. Like yeah. you talked about, hey, Mac Jones had all those plays under pressure and still delivered the ball. Joe Burrow, for the national championship winning team last year, it was pitiful protection. He made more freaking plays sliding and moving and getting out of the way of people. I mean, he's the slipperiest bastard I've ever seen as yeah. far as that's concerned. And we saw that in the NFL this year. So, uh, Mac Jones machine people got to stop hating on him okay and i will say to mac jones let's find a different way to wear the uniform this year let's do something else (laughs) maybe take away the half sleeve maybe wear some cooler cleats and sock look and do that and that might get people to buy into you a little bit more (laughs) funny a couple of things to bring up at j sally 1054 and i know the answer to this question you've kind of been talking about the last Mm -hmm. 10 minutes but it's so out there as the overriding thought i think i need to ask it as a representation is mac jones a legit first rounder or is he more of a round two project no legit legit there's no project there's nothing he's nfl ready this second Mm -hmm. like you can bring him into camp the, like, I keep looking at the Carolina Panthers at number eight, right? Because yeah. I think, oh, like, Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson are going to be gone by the time eight comes. Easily. But you got Joe Brady, who came from LSU. Yeah. And I go, well, oh, why yeah. wouldn't this guy fit in that office? Yeah. He's, he's, he's Joe Burrow-ish, yeah. we just talked about. There is no project. He's ready this moment. Do you think he'll be there at eight? 
I don't know. He might not be. It's yeah. going to be dependent on, I don't know, what the Philadelphia Eagles are going to do at six, and there's some other teams there. But you're right. I could see him going. I gotta, I'm not even worried about who's picking right. where yet and all right. that. But he is a top ten pick. There is no project. He's polished, and he's got more physical ability than people are giving him credit for. Right. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Notre Dame played them in the uh, it was a Rose Bowl right. in Dallas I know, this year. It's confusing. And right. anytime there, there's a top-notch quarterback playing, I always try to get down to the field and see him because you understand very well that there's some things you see from the field that you can't Definitely. see from the stands. Right. So I got down there next to him, and that, that was the start of it for me. Like, this guy's a lot better than what people are giving him credit for. His well, command of the ball, where he wants it to go, the RPMs it has – in the time that gets out of his hand to there. Right. Uh, that was my first time I was like, okay, I'm not buying into this stuff everybody else right. is saying. This is a legit first-round talent. The pure throwing is better than, than Trevor Lawrence, like I said. Yep. The, the absolute overall talent is not as good. Mm-hmm. And, the, you know, of course, again, there's untapped potential with Trevor Lawrence. But I think if you put them on the field together right now, like you said, and it was seven on seven or throwing routes out air, yeah. you would just go, oh, my gosh, does he ever not throw a spiral? I know. Does the ball never not hit the guy right underneath the chin? And that? The results are the results. And sometimes we just got to get over, you know, the other things that you hear or maybe what you see in the uniform or things like that. And, uh, yeah, big fan of Mac Jones. Around any corner, within every battle, and with the dawn of each new day, The threat of the unexpected, the unpredictable, and the unrelenting lies in wait. But Marines will always be there. They are the constant in the chaos. No matter the battlefield, Marines adapt to win, defeating every shifting threat, protecting our nation's future. The few, the proud, the Marines. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. All right, Wilson one, Lawrence two, Mac Jones three, right. bringing us to number four. Yeah. I've not seen much of this guy other than the highlights I in know. the fall, so I'm looking forward to this. Number four, Kellen Mond, A&M. Like, of the guys of, like, who you're not expecting, right? Like, I knew some of these, the guys we've talked about already, I already went, like, oh, you know, I, I expected to see good. I didn't know how good it was all going to look and all of that. Like, this is the guy that's, like, not even on the radar to where you just go, what the fuck? Nobody's talking about this guy? Like, you know, again, it's, it's a machine throwing the ball like Mac Jones. It's a machine. It's a machine. I don't, I don't understand why there is no talk about this guy. Yeah. And I said on the, 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 the show today with Mike Florio, I said, I promise you this is the guy I'm going to get calls about from my NFL friends today going, oh, I wish you wouldn't have said anything about him. What do you see him. that they don't see? Well, I don't know what there's not to see, okay? Um, 
you know, first off, listen, everybody pays attention to wins and stats. And right. I want to go, but so why does this not give – this guy went lost one game in the SEC to Alabama. I mean, they won every other game the whole year. He was – throwing 19 touchdown passes – and three touchdowns. And you know me, I don't give a shit about right. stats. But that's, uh, everybody else does, and I don't understand, so why aren't we doing this for this guy? Um, and then the big thing is, like I'm another guy, because I didn't want to say this, as a pure thrower, consistency, control of the ball, all of those things, his arm, it's like Mac Jones. It is. Now, and his arm is more powerful than Mac Jones. Mm. He has got an unbelievable release. He can do it. He has great command of the ball. You know, again, as a pure, consistent thrower, it's better than Trevor Lawrence. Just as a pure, every throw, bam, on the money, perfect spiral. Now, uh, I don't know why he's not getting more hype. Mm. He's 6'3". He's almost 220 pounds, okay? And I just challenge anybody to go out there and watch this film and just go, well, tell me what the issue is. And I know what some people are going to because I always watch the worst games for everybody. I always go. And the LSU game, there were some issues there. First off, I want to just say, Jimbo Fisher's offense is not like, I'm not like, oh, wow, this is the great. It's good. Don't get me wrong. But there is some predictability to it. I see it on film, and I see defenses see it. Because there's, I see defenses where I go, I've seen this team against this other quarterback, and they didn't do this. This game, they're doubling this guy, and it's like they knew where the ball was going to go. But he never loses control of the ball. It's a very explosive arm. He's a little robotic if you want to get into the negatives, okay? And, and Kristen, I'm going to stand up one more time. There's a lot of standing today. I know, but I got it with these yeah. guys. But he's, from a, from a delivery standpoint and things, he almost reminds me of Colin Kaepernick, all right, mm. with the way he does it. But he's more of a complete thrower than Kaepernick was coming out. But I mean that just because of the way he stands, that he holds the ball real up here and tight, right? I wish he would relax and just let it go a little bit like a Zach Wilson. Or, I mean, because – but, but still, the way he keeps it here, the mechanics are perfect every time. And like, like a Mac, Mac Jones, it doesn't matter what the throw is, he – is within the realm of his mechanics. Oh, I got to throw a fade. Boom. Oh, perfect touch. It's per- you know, he shortens his arm. Oh, okay. It's an in-cut. And I got pressure around me. He's always legs are in the perfect spot and he just boom and it's boom. I mean, every time. Hmm. It's a it's 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 on the screws every throw. Hmm. It, it's very hard to find negative moments about him, let alone to me the talent pops off the screen. The only negative I can really even say about Kellen Mond was where I'd go I wish he would just play a little bit more backyard football. He's a phenomenal athlete, but he tries to sit in there in the pocket and he goes through reads and he's a good processor of information. And listen, I, somebody go out there and watch the Alabama game, the Florida game, you know, even the North Carolina game and the bowl game. You know, just tell me when he misses a throw or does anything, he throws it great on the run. He needs, like Mac Jones and Wilson, he needs no space around him to create power, to throw in cuts. He throws it into tight windows. The, com- the command of the football is, is, is phenomenal. Wow. I mean, he is a, he's a top 20 pick for me. I was going to say, is he like a top half of the first round kind of thing? He's player? right in that range, right. The only thing is, you just does he got the – can he loosen up a little bit? And can, can – you know, some of the guys we're about to talk to – Yeah. About, yeah. you know, obviously I have Field and Trey Lance behind him, yeah. right? 
That problem of I wish he would play a little backyard football more and not be so stiff, but, like, it's textbook perfect form. It's Mm. textbook. It really is. Like, that's, those are easy, fixable things. I look at that and go, man, he gets with the coach. They're going to be able to, hey, one, two, three, get the hell out of the pocket. Move. Don't sit there and do that. You're too fast. I bet you he runs a high 4.5 or a low 4.6. Hmm. He's that kind of athlete. You know, he's, he's really special that way. And, um, yeah, to me, this is the guy that's totally been flying under the radar. And, really, there's not, you know, you heard my negatives. That's all yeah. I got about him, yeah. I, I think your cut against the grain with Zach Wilson being ahead of Lawrence is yeah. probably going to get more play. But Kellen Mond ahead of Fields, ahead of Lance, may, may be right there in terms of how often that uh, – I know. How rare it is. So yeah. w- which, which move was more difficult for you? To, that to, one. Which one? That, that one right there, the Kellen Put, Mond. Putting Mond ahead of those Zach two guys? Zach Wilson – I, I watched Trevor Lawrence first. Yeah. I got done with Zach Wilson and went, he's better. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. And I've gone I, – I did this all, studied. Pete could tell you. Yep. And then I went back after just like a day or two off of it yeah. and went, I'm going to rewatch them all again. And I came away again and just went, well, no, no, Zach Wilson's definitely better. I mean, whoa, it's not it's, – he wins. He's the win. He's the winner, 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 chicken dinner. That's yep. not changing. Mond, hey, yeah – I guess I had a fight of the narratives and Justin Fields, and then it's he's this big time player, and I like Justin Fields and Trey Lance. You're going to hear I, there's a lot of elite traits to like about these guys. Like mm-hmm. I said, I like this group. It's it's special. There's a lot of elite traits from all of them, but it came back to the thing I just said right there: decision making, the consistency and control and power and the way he spins the ball. It's it's yeah. it's like what you saw Mac Jones in person. Yeah, it's every ball is perfect. Every ball is bam. He doesn't need space to throw it. Um, and he's a very good athlete, and he's been in a system that is pro-ish, right? So I, I love that. And his, like, his problem, what I came back to, his problem that I don't like is a very easy, fixable problem mm-hmm. as compared to some of the problems I'm going to talk about with Justin Fields here in a second. One backing up, just kind of yeah. follow-up, curious question. Yeah. You said Kellen Mond's system at A&M was pro-ish. I think I remember you saying that yeah. Trevor Lawrence's system was college Yes, it's college What's it, the difference there? Well, it's, it's, it's a lot of just like, you know, screen to the receiver, screen to the screever, you know, an RPO. Oh, right. okay. Hey, it's a fade down the sideline. Okay, I did a little play action fake, and it's just a bomb down the middle, you know, where you get to see Kellen Mond go like, okay, out route. Oh, crossing route. Oh, in cut. Okay, one, two, three. You get to see way more of that. And Clemson – because of their talent and how they can force you into like, oh, we got to stop that, they're smart and they can just game plan easy stuff off of it too. And Trevor Lawrence takes advantage of it and throws great. I'm not trying to say away that, but that's what I mean right. by college oh, offense. That's, that's good. If he, that makes he sense. He could also hand it off to ETN, which wasn't a bad Well, you're right. Right. Yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Okay, so one through four, Wilson, Lawrence, Jones, and Mon. Yep. Bringing us to Justin Fields yeah. at five. Right. Justin Fields um, – I think the first thing I would say, and let me just flip to my pages here. I got more notes on Justin Fields than anybody in here. Okay. Because there's things I like. He's got elite traits. He's got elite, you know, arm strength, pure power in his arm. Yep. I mean, it's it's powerful. I mean, he can he can throw a ball 70 yards post route, and you just go, holy crap, that's great. So is that number one for him? The Um, arm. The arm, no. I think the number one thing I would look at is go. He's built like Cam Newton, except he's two inches shorter. Yeah. And 
he's special that way. And I'll also say his running is better than I think I realized just, you know, watching college football over the last few years. That was the one thing as I kept watching every game, I just went, damn, he's a little more elusive and faster than I gave him credit for. And he is a guy that you could, like, pull a guard and he could run behind it. And, like, you can go, he can take on a linebacker. There's no problem. He'll, he's, he's bigger than the linebacker. Um, there is raw ability there. There's no doubt about that. The arm is big time when he pieces it together. Mm. And that's the problem I had. When he pieces it together. Inconsistency? Very, very inconsistent that way. You know, Again, I think I hope I've hit the positives. I love the size. There's a presence on the field. The athleticism's really good. He throws it good on the run, but not great. Okay, because it's still again, it goes back to some of the technique issues, and there's inconsistency. He just tries to do it with pure talent sometimes. And then I think on top of that, you know, the a lot of wide open throws. And it's, he's a one, right now at this point of his life, he's a one-read thrower. It's mm. the first guy's open, okay, great, I'll throw it. Ooh, the first guy's not open, I'm not sure what he's going to do after that. There's a little too much of that, okay? So that, and not to that, again, I, I don't go like, oh, that's it. He's number five, that's it, he's not great. No. But that is a big deal. It is a big deal. You're right. I want to see. But that can be coachable, too. And, hey, Whitson, when you're playing at Ohio State and you're used to the damn guy you're throwing to, he's always fucking open. Sometimes you just go, wait, he's open every time I do this. Hold on, what's going on here? And he can fall into that trap, let alone, as we always talk about with great athletic quarterbacks sometimes, it's the get-out-of-jail-free card, too. Mm. You know, like, okay, he's not open. My whole life I've been able to now just run around, and I'm gifted that way, and I can make things happen. But I think here's the other thing that concerns me. When it gets bad throwing, it gets real bad. And when people are covered, you know, unlike a, like a Kellen Mond, this is what I love about Kellen Mond. His worst game was the LSU game. He never compounded mistakes. Like, he took care of the football. He was still like, okay, fine, it's going to be a rough day. I'm not gonna, it ain't going to be pretty. Mm-hmm. There were some drop passes. There, it's LSU. There's talent. And he was capable in those situations of managing the game and still letting Texas A&M win the game, even though their offense and him might have not been on their best day, right? Justin Fields, there's a lot of plays where I go, oh, my, whoa, don't do that. Whoa. That's decision or accuracy? Decision and decision more than not when that first guy wasn't open. And if he was playing a defense that, okay, they could cover you, you just go, oh, no, don't, don't do that. Or, you know, that's, that's just reckless. And then I can get into the accuracy thing. And there's a lot of technique issues that he has. He's a little of a project as far as throwing the football. I, I, go ahead. I yeah. want to hear this because yeah. I, I have a big technique thing yeah. that I've noticed with him that, that bothers me. Mm-hmm. So, so, so go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to say it first. You're first. You brought it up now. <laughs> <laughs> go. Go ahead. So what Long do you strider. Say? Long Let's... strider. Starts, starts narrow, goes wide. Wilson doesn't do it. Jones doesn't do it. Trevor Lawrence does a little. A little every now and then, but it's not as much, right? And the only reason I recognize it, because I was terrible at it. It was one of the things that I couldn't fix, and I know that it affected my accuracy and consistently. No doubt. And, and I see it from him all the time. You're kind of getting good, okay? Don't steal my <laughs> fucking job, all right? But here, there, there, Kristen, I'm going to stand up again. There's two things. I'm going to hit on that in one second. The other thing is, you know, the arm can be... Again, I use the phrase as an independent contractor. It can be too floppy and all-arm to where I'm going to stand up, where 
you know, he can just be locked right here. He doesn't move anything. And it's just, it's all, it's all this, right? It's all this. It's just that, that again, okay, there might be some games where you just go, yeah, ooh, he's throwing rifles today. Mm-hmm. But then that's not a technique. So now that day you don't have it, and there's some games this year where he doesn't have it, right. and the ball flutters, and there's, you know, easy completions, and you're like, that guy couldn't get his hand on the ball. The ball went literally five feet over, and it, it was a six-yard shallow cross. Or the guy was on the sidelines at 10 yards, and, you know, the guy has a 40-inch vertical, and he couldn't touch the ball. Right. There's too much of that. So there's not enough of, again, like we've talked about with all these guys that can really spin it and be consistent. There's no putting it all together with their body. And what you just said scared the hell out of me. Mm. And when you look at the Northwestern game, the Alabama game, I know people are going to look at the Clemson game and go, well, he was awesome in that game. There's still a number of throws in that game where I go, no, the quarterback, I'd be pissed if the quarterback in Rand Paul High School missed those throws. Yeah. You know, I know he's got the deep post and all of that, and he throws a rifle that's not even the greatest decision for like a little curl route to the tight end in the end zone. Where I, you know, so I know there's some highlight plays there, but I also go, man, there's a few short throws and shallow crosses where if he just puts it anywhere here, the guy's going to run for a 50-yard touchdown. Or, you know, even a go route where you know I'm into this too. It's a go route. The guy should catch it and just walk in the end zone. Right. And they got to stop and they fall down. Or it's over here and they fall down. So there's yards left on the field. And to your point, there's just too many moving parts at times. That's what, you know, like yeah. go back to golf. You know, hey, yeah, the guy that reaches back and does this. Yeah, he might hit a 350 down the middle. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee you're going to play a few rounds with them where he does that. And you're going to go, well, yeah, you hit a 280 and we're three holes over now. It's over there <laughs> on that fairway. Right. And that's where... It becomes a baseball pitcher at times. And you're exactly right with the foot thing. That really, that really scared me. Mm-hmm. There's too many of the feet are like this, and we're throwing like that. Yep. Nobody does that. Nobody in the NFL throws the ball or is in the league doing that consistently and making that work. No, that's right. not going to happen. Yeah. Really good quarterbacks are always here. They're here. Drew Brees, Rodgers, Mahomes, you know, Brady. Josh Allen, they're here. And then it's boom. And it's yeah. boom. Like that. It can't be. Yep. And all of that. It's just, you're not going to be able to piece it together all the time. Yeah. So that's It's such me. a concerted effort for these guys. And like Brady's been doing it for a while. You can tell he spent so much time in the offseason, way back in his career, telling himself, when I get to the top of my drop, my left foot is going to stay wide. I'm right. not going to get narrow right. and then go wide. I'm just going to stay wide. Yes. About Zach Wilson, it looked to me like he'd been kind of working the same way. That it was very much an effort to be like, okay, I'm going to get to my ready point, and I'm going to be wide because I don't want to start narrow don't and get wide. Don't want to get narrow, yeah. right, right. Another thing yeah, go ahead. About, that yeah. worried me about Justin Fields, yeah. going back to some of the things I've learned from your dad, yeah. from with him and from sure. listening to you uh, the past couple of years. Right. So the long stride thing is bad for balance. Yeah. You've talked a lot about how you like quarterbacks to be a little bit down here because mm-hmm. it's easier to control consistently. Right. I feel like Fields is a little bit it up top. It can get up top. Right. And when you go up top, the ball has to come back like that. That leaves a lot of play. A lot a of play. A lot of play up in there to lose it, to lose it on an intermediate throw where you don't if you're down here. He is a bad short ball thrower. He's the worst of the group. Yeah. Backs out of the backfield, shallow crosses. Damn, it's less than 50% on those throws. Mm. There, there's nothing. Because it, it's just, it's all, let me just, like, figure out how to way to throw it. 
And let me just say, his decision-making, I, I believe, as I watched too, was affected by he knew like, oh, I don't like to throw this route. I'm not consistent. I don't want to throw it. Let me look for something else or let me run. And that bothered me too. But you're exactly right. Listen, again, you, you mentioned the names. When you talk about Brady, Rodgers, Mahomes, yeah. uh, Josh Allen, Zach Wilson, it's not like this. They don't, their arms doesn't do this and go to here. No, I hate that. You're not going to be good that way. You're not. The good ones are, and you see, we've seen Brady warms up like this, doing like mm-hmm. this cross thing. I can't remember if he goes that. But it's a cross, and it stays in this slot the whole time. It's over here. And, yes, there's too much arm movement, body movement from Justin Fields, yeah. and that's, that's what worries me. Right. Now, there's raw physical talent and ability. Quite a bit of it. And there I, is. I, I can just hear people out there, and it's a legitimate pushback, and part of what I feel like what I need to do sitting in this chair. Yeah. He had maybe the best quarterback performance of the season in, in the college football playoff. I know. Again, it was against Clemson. Clemson, Brent, yeah. He was, he was phenomenal. He makes some big-time throws. There's no doubt. Yeah. There's no doubt. But like I said, some of the, even the quality of the ball and some of the throws that were missing in that game, I, I, listen, I, I know, I just, but I still go, damn, I, I don't like that he missed that and missed it by that much. Mm. You know, that, that bothers me. His best thing is, and his mechanics are best, when he launches it. When he throws it deep, and you give him opportunities in that, he pieces it together. He then gets into, like, turning his shoulder and doing those things because now I can't throw it 60 yards just doing that, right? Mm-hmm. You can't, he can't do it just, oh, I'm going to cock my arm and throw it. So now all of a sudden he realizes, like, whoa, i got to get my legs in this. And if he could learn how to throw 10-yard curl routes and 20-yard in-cuts. Because that's the NFL right there. That's the NFL. That's the majority of his throws. The teams that I said this, this morning, I'll say it again. Who were the final four quarterbacks in the NFL playoffs this year? Let's, let's run through it. We have Brady. So in the Super Bowl, he was against, why am I drawing a blank Mahomes. here? Mahomes. Okay, Mahomes. Josh Allen yep. and Aaron Rodgers. Okay, there you go. The game is still about getting in the pocket yep. and making big-time throws. Yeah. You're not going to be able to run around and do all of that stuff against the best defenses in football when it comes playoff times and doing those things. Mm-hmm. Those, that, you still got to be able to do that type of stuff. Right. And um, I, I love the raw physical bit of it, like we talked about. There's some technical issues you got to worry about. Yep. And – yeah, there's some things, you know, reading the field and things that I think you got to worry about, definitely. You know, it's, it's going to be the third Ohio State quarterback, and I don't know if they teach this or not, yeah. but with Cardell Jones, Dwayne Haskins, yeah. and now him, where it's too Army. It's yeah. too this, yeah. and that ain't going to get it done. And it's also the, the Ohio State thing comes up quite a bit, and it, it's going to be part of his evaluation from the GMs and also from all of us right. fans. I want to get to this question from Big Sports Guy. Will Justin Fields be able to compete in the NFL on a consistent basis? Ohio State quarterbacks always seem to have good college careers yeah. due to the vast talent around them, which in turn boosts their draft stock. He's, he's got to fix those issues. but I do. I, I do is it s- fair to put the Ohio State thing in there? Um, not necessarily. I don't think it is. I because the Haskins, thing's, the Haskins thing is out There's there There's a now. little correlation in, the, in this aspect. You know, they're extremely talented. I don't think there's any knowledge of blitz you know that is another thing i wrote in my notes i don't think there's any knowledge of like oh i'm hot off this guy there's too many plays where i go he's sitting there and he's got no idea that 
you know, there's two guys off the edge that are free. Mm. Now, he might make the miss, or then he recognizes they get close, and he might get the ball out of his hands and do things like that. But there was lack of recognition there. Hey, they're talented. They make the game easy for the quarterback, which I like, and all of those things. But that leads to, yes, not necessarily realisticness in the NFL. So that's where he's a little raw. Um, So he's going to have to get with a guy, and this is where personal workouts – and knowing a guy is going to come important and be important for a guy like this. Yeah. Is it in him to work at it? Is he is he that kind of guy that recognizes his flaws? And at the pro day, what's it look like? Has he fixed some of these issues already? And as we go through the pro day, like to me, that would be a guy where I'd go, if I'm working him out, you're not getting out of there with 40 or 50 throws. Mm. Um, we're going to see 150 throws. Mm. I'm going to see if you fall apart and revert back to what the issues I saw. Right. And I think that would be a, a big part. And, and that's where it's going to be really important for this guy. And this is my own question before yeah. we get on to the next guy. Do you see him as a first-round pick? I, I do. I think he's a first-round talent. He's an elite, he has elite traits. But I think he's got to go to a place where, you know, one, you're either going to have to say, okay, we're going to play him as a rookie, and we're going to have to play a certain way at first. We're going to have to use the threat of his running and things like that to get defenses to respect that, and now we can make easy throws for him and do all that, and we'll let him develop as a passer as we go. Or two, go to a place like the Pittsburgh Steelers and you get to be behind Big Ben, and let's just work on this guy. Mm. Let's have a year where this guy can work Mm. and just work on being a quarterback, you know, that kind of thing. That, to me, is what he is. He's a little bit of a raw project, and I wouldn't expect him to come in next year in the NFL and be throwing lasers and picking defenses apart quite yet. But even though you see some of the the things that concern you, back half of the first round, if somebody takes him there, you're going to be at home thinking, I like that. I I, I guess. I do. I do. I I, I think there is that raw talent for him. And uh, Trey Lance, I I feel the same way too. Trey Trey Lance will hit here in a second. And he's the one coming up. Pete, one more time, buddy. Oh, if, someone, if, if someone takes him to the top ten, then I'm like not going to be happy. I'm going to go, ooh, yeah. that's – I mean, that, that just, to me, that's just, I'm just going to go, well, that's risky. You yeah. know, hopefully they saw something in the personal workout and knowing the guy that they bought into it. But from what I see on the field yeah. and what I evaluate, I'd go, ooh, man, top ten, okay, fine. Let's see what happens. And we're going through six here, so your sixth quarterback, Trey Lance, yeah. which is also, I think, lower than, than what most lists are going to have him. Yeah, I know. Um, again, like the raw talent. Yeah. I do. He has more consistency in his mechanics than Justin Fields. Mm. You know, really, as a thrower, I think I, I like him better than Justin Fields. The biggest thing and the biggest negative with Trey Lance right off the bat is just he hasn't played enough. One game this year, yeah. you know, and even the year before, you know, yeah, they played and they were awesome and they, you know, dominated one double A. It's not a lot of throws. Mm. I mean, you know. That's, it's that a lot of me. deep throws. Like, hey, that's a nice post route. That's a nice push route. It's a lot of that kind of stuff. And it's a lot of, again, what I would say, one read throws mm. where I'd go, hey, they've game planned it. They run the ball well. And they've told him, hey, come out of play action and we've got this and throw that 50-yard laser down the middle and we'll have him open. And he'll hit it, definitely. But, yeah, it's, it's a lot of that. You don't get to see progression reads or picking people apart from the pocket and doing that. Um, and again, he's a phenomenal runner. Yeah. He might be the, he's probably the best, most gifted runner of the group. Now he doesn't have the size and power fields has, 
But man, it's it's pretty damn good. Yeah, it is like it's a lot of it. It's a lot of acceleration. Like this acceleration is real. I mean, his highlight tape is kind of like uh, you're just getting to know him. You're like highlights. Okay, ten minutes. Most of it is running. a really good deep route, right? or he runs by or o- over everybody. No like, doubt, no doubt. You get to that point, you're like, okay, can I see him fit in an in route? Yeah, can right. I see him get to the third level and kind of put it over there 10 yards downfield? That, that's going to be that's that. be his issue, I think. As people, people dive in more and more, they're just going to go, man, he just hasn't thrown enough. He hasn't mm-hmm. played enough. I don't get to see enough evidence to go, oh, I can buy into him being a top 15 or top 20 pick. So as Big Snow asks, yeah. so how hard is it to properly evaluate Trey Lance when he played one game this year yeah. against inferior opposition? Yeah, and the one game this year was, it was not impressive. No. You know, he threw the ball actually in that game as bad as I've seen him throw the ball. So that, but, but I go back to the year before, of course, and I've watched just about every throw. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really see him throw the ball that poorly that year before in any game as compared to that one game we saw this year. And you know what? I'm going to give a little of a free pass. It's a weird fucking year yeah. with COVID and everything like that. And you're playing quarterback, and it's hard to get in rhythm. And all of a sudden now we're playing in a game and all those you type of things. Think about all the things he's trying to prove, and he, he knows what's at No stake. doubt. Yeah. The arm is explosive, okay? And, Kristen, I'd like to stand up one more time for the last time today. And, like, the way he keeps his body in position and things like that, I like it better than Justin Fields. Mm. You know, he doesn't get into long striding. He keeps his feet underneath him all the time in the spots that we talked about. It's always like this, right? He even gets a little sway with the shoulder, a little rhythm, where he kind of does this and gets ready to throw. I have no problem with that. I like that. You know, you watch Aaron Rodgers. He'll throw a ball, and he'll drop back and go, like that, right? He'll do that. He'll go, I'm going to create that opposite, and I'm going to throw mm-hmm. a rifle so hard. Well, Lance does that, but there's one little difference, and I'd like to see him tweak this, and I think it's easy. He does this, but then he tries to come, and he goes over the top. And I want to see this and come around. That's what I want to see. I don't want to see over the top. That's, that to me is, again, like you're talking about, with like the, it gets into this motion a little bit. Yeah. But he controls the ball better than Justin Fields, and more consistently. It's just, it's lack of throws, lack of playing, and all of those type of things to where, I don't know if he goes in the first round because of that. Right. I think he might be a guy where a team feels good and goes, you know what, we'll we'll take a shot on him in the second round. Yeah. And, you know, he's got talent, and we just got to, we got to get him reps. We got him. We got to get him reading the field and going through progressions, and we just got to get him more throws. I mean, he has some games where he drops back and only throws the ball in like the teens, right? Where you just go, he threw the ball 16 times in this mm-hmm. game in 2021, what, what, the, what, or 2020 or 19, whatever the fuck year that was, <laughs> uh, yeah. a while ago. And, and that 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 to me is a real thing, and that's going to scare NFL teams from that standpoint. At Rustam Saney, 92, how does Trey Lance compare to Jordan Love? He has that raw explosion in his arm. There's less, you know, Love got to play in an offense where at least he went through reads and did some of that stuff. And, man, I mean, Love, when he pieced it together, you'd go, woo, man, that was an awesome throw. But I'll say this, I actually think this guy might be a little more consistent. Mm. Love as I dove into it more and more last year, there was just too many games where I just went, okay, great throw, but now it's 
whoa, it's been five throws in a row where the ball has just exploded on him, like exploded in a bad way, like it's a wobbler, and it wasn't that impressive. As I went through Trey Lance, you know, in that 2019 season, I really didn't see that. I did not. You know, I saw some missed throws here and there, but again, it was within the realm of those mechanics that I talked about. Mm -hmm. And the ball does come out of his hand clean a lot, like perfect spirals. I mean, most throws, it really does. It's very few. You know, like I said, the one game in 2020 was really the worst game I saw him throw the ball other than that. So uh, they're both raw talents. Yeah. And they're similar body style. Lance is a more athletic runner. And... You know, just hasn't played as much as Love, but I do think he actually is probably a hair more consistent yeah. throwing the ball. Yeah. The, the one question I'm having as yeah. I'm listening to you, and maybe some people out there are having the same one, why don't you have him ahead of Justin Fields? I gave Fields the advantage of because he's played more, and he's played in a lot of different situations, and there's going to be some value to that, mm. let alone – I do think his size and running yeah. is going to immediately translate to the NFL. Mm. Trey Lance, yeah, you're going to be able to do some things. Yeah. But he's not like a big, thick frame to where I go, you're not going to run like pulling guard and let him do that type of stuff. Yeah. But again, if you wanted to play Trey Lance early, mm-hmm. I think you're going to have to play a certain way at first as he develops into a better passer and starts to pick you apart that way. His lack of experience, I, I think it's, it's a legit concern. Yeah. It it doesn't seem like a a Chris Sims kind of concern because you trust your eyes with the talent. I know. Whether the guy's played one game or ten. It's not my Whether he's thrown one pick or 30 picks. I hear John Gruden in my head. That's where I'm going. Like, that that reason to me, I'm like, yeah, that would worry me too. But seeing it through the lens – I think you picture quarterbacks. Like, it's not a Chris kind of thing. I don't get in, like, you know – in love with that stuff, unless to me it's so apparent. And this, and this is, one is that apparent to where I just go, man, they've run the ball 20 times in a row now. Yeah. Okay, now he got to throw a middle post down the middle. Okay, great. Yeah. You know, just even the way they called the games as far as the passes and everything like that, to me, just reading between the tea leaves and all of that, yeah. okay, I, that's a Simsism, reading between the lines. <laughs> I see, re- But re- reading – like, I don't know if they necessarily trusted him mm. to just throw the ball 30 times a game either. Yeah. Th- that's what I'm basically saying. So, yeah, that, that's that. So let's, let's make up a little back half of the first round scenario. Let's yep. say your top me, four guys, me, Wilson, Lawrence, Jones, and Mond are all off the board. Yep. We're in the 20s, mid to late 20s. Team is going to take a quarterback, and it's down between these two. It's between Fields. It's between Lance. Is the biggest reason to take Fields that – he played more games last year? Uh, it, it's, that's going to be why those guys get paid a ton of money. And yeah. to me, that's, again, where it's going to get a little bit into the personal aspect mm-hmm. of the workouts, the person. Harder those to get to know them this year, too. I, it is. It's harder to get to know them. But I, I think just from the way I look at it and all was even, I would trust the guy that played a little bit more and played in some big-time games and understands pressure of situations and still, again, I know I'm picky in all of that. There's still a lot of good on Justin Fields. You're still going to be able to look at certain games and go, well, he's got it this game. Yeah. Look at it. this yeah. one rifle and this great throws. Ooh, man, it looks good. Right. It's just like, so like I said, some of those other games and moments where it just, it would scare the crap out of me. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince. Rag and Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack.
But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. That's six guys. Woo! Let's flash them up there one more time. Yeah. The, the one through six. Uh, it was a fun start there, starting out with Zach Wilson. I'm out of breath. Right? I almost sweat. You almost got sweaty a I couple know, times. I know. So we have, uh, or Chris has Wilson one, Lawrence two, Jones three, Mon four, Fields five, and Lance six. And if you've been with us the whole time, this isn't just a preliminary, I think this is my one through no, six. No. You're not expecting uh, any kind of change I'm here. sold. On one through four. I think I might be able to help flip you in the five and six. Maybe. Maybe. A personal maybe. Listen, it's really close. I, like I said, that was the one I really picked up. But I'll just say this. I got Zach Wilson number one, and he's number one. Yep. He's on a tier to me by himself. And then there is Trevor Lawrence. And, you know, Mac Jones and Kellen Munn are very close there, right there, too. Right. But I think Zach is clearly one. I think Trevor is not as clearly or not as a huge a gap as from two to three as I was expecting in this process because Mac Mac was special. Mac was damn good, a lot better than I expected. But Trevor Lawrence is my number two. My one, two, three, and four are not Not changing. And they're not. Okay, so let's take a look at this graphic. Second quarterback to be drafted provided by Sportsbook. It's uh, Wilson points bet by Sportsbook. Yes, Pete? Points bet Sportsbook. There we go. Thank you, guys, no very problem. much. So Zach Wilson is, according to them, going to be the second one. I want to ask this question, though. This is a good question. I already know what you're going to ask. All right. You got a feeling? Yeah, I have a feeling. you think any chance the Jaguars take Zach Wilson over Trevor Lawrence? <sighs> Urban Meyer has got the kahunas and the guts to do something like that as a human being. Yeah. I do think that. Yeah. I think if you made me bet money, I would go, no, they're going to pick Trevor Lawrence one. Listen, right. there, there's more that goes into this. I, like, you've heard me. I think Zach Wilson's the best quarterback in the NFL draft. It's, I'm not, you're not going to hear me change. It is written in stone. That's it. But Trevor Lawrence is still really damn good. Mm-hmm. And he is godly in that part of the country. He grew up in Georgia. He was the number one recruit. It's South Carolina Clemson, right? It's, he is... And, of course, it's, he's got like, a, like a, a, a Tua or some of those other guys. It's like a cult-like following a yeah. little bit. It's like, oh, my God, he's, you know. Don't you think Urban took the job, too? Part of the reason he took it is because he knew he could take Trevor Lawrence. I, I would think so. I would think so, yes. So there's that aspect. You know, he's going to be a huge draw. 
People are going to want to go see, oh my gosh, Trevor Lawrence, he grew up right down the road in Georgia. Well, we saw him come in here to SEC country and whoop the shit out of certain teams and beat Alabamas of the world and all that. So that, that's where, I guess if you made me bet, mm-hmm. I don't think they got the balls to take Zach Wilson is mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Jacksonville, I don't mean to be personal there, <laughs> but I don't think Trent Baalke or, or uh, Urban Meyer are going to have the balls to do that. Okay, 2021 class in perspective. These right. are some good questions. At David Grundy, where does last year's class rank with this year's class? Does Burrow or Herbert make it in the top two? I'm going to say would Burrow or Herbert make it in the top two. How about Tua? Okay, so I would probably – no, I, this, is, this is tough. I, I, I Honestly, I would go – out of these guys, I would go Zach Wilson one out yep. of all of them. Ahead of Burrow? Uh, yes, I would. Wow. Yeah. I, I mean, again, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed by what and I'm Herbert. saying. And Herbert. Yeah. I am. I mean, if we're trying to go from last year, and yeah. I already told you, I like Herbert better than I did uh, Trevor Lawrence this yep. year. Yep. I do. Trevor Lawrence has the advantage of being a little more athletic, certainly, like a better scrambler, better runner. But Justin Herbert's throwing, and as was verified this season, is off the charts. And that's what I saw on film last year. Mm-hmm. It's off the charts. It's never a missed throw, really. I mean, all of that. So um, I would say that, yeah, it, it, would be, it would probably be Zach. You know, and I'm going back into my last year's sure. rankings, right? Yeah. I know, like, Burrow's got a hurt knee now, so I'm definitely taking Herbert over right. that, right, at this second. Right. Um, but, yeah, I think it we would be. We don't want to bury the lead, though. You, you have Wilson ahead of both of them. I do. Okay. Wilson's ahead of both of them. I'm, I'm, I'm blown away by Wilson. I see superstar in Zach Wilson. I really do. He would be, he would be the, the main guy. At Vish Kumar and The class asks, itself is way better. And the whole class, The yeah. whole class is of these top guys, yes. You know, I, I, like, I like Mac Jones better than Tua. Yeah. I, I do. I think I made that pretty Clearly, clear. Yeah. You know, and I got, I got a lot of hate on social media about that last week. Like, why are you bringing Tua into this? Because they were both quarterbacks from Alabama. Yeah. It's a very easy comparison to make. It's impossible that to That guy make was it. the sixth pick of the draft, yeah. and I think this guy is better. So, mm-hmm. yes, like, get over it. Right. I mean, I'm just so sick of it. And I'm not going to lie. I like Kellen Mond better than Tua. So there we go. So, so th- th- this whole class of potential first-rounders, you like quite a bit yeah, better than last year's. Yeah, yeah. I do. Th- th- even though you brought up some questions about Fields and Lance, they didn't feel like the kind of red flags you were raising like you did about Tua last year. Well, I think there's more raw ability and, you know, this, they're, they're, there's more potent, untapped potential, I think, with those guys. But they can't. They can't play the position quite as clean as Tua did and do those things. You know, as much as I, you know, Tua still went through reads and it was a pretty accurate thrower. You know, my issues with Tua was there wasn't a lot of like wow throws Mm -hmm. or when people were close to him in the pocket. You know, there wasn't a lot of like, oh man, the pockets collapsed. He still hit the twenty yard in cut. There wasn't a lot of that. That was my big issue with it. Or it was, you know, Tua was one of those that was. He was a good enough athlete in college to where he could look at one and then scramble around and do those things. But I always thought that he's not going get to get away with that in the NFL. It's, right. it's not that special and gifted that way. So uh, that's my thought there. Last one. Last yeah. question here. It's uh, quite a bit bigger picture. At msmudge1984, as a whole, where does the 21 draft class sit compared to the last five classes? Oh, as a whole? I can't tell. I can't answer that yet. You know, I, I'm, I'm really just diving into wide receivers. Yep. So I need to... 
I need to, you need to give me another few weeks here, and I'll be able to explain As that a little now, bit more. As for now, comfortable saying it's better than last year's class. And that's well, the quarterback thing. Quarterbacks, so, yes. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Yes, I am. I'm definitely com- more comfortable with, with saying that, for okay. sure. Yeah. I think M. Smudge might have been talking quarterbacks. Okay, sorry. If, if that's let's the assume, case, let's assume as he or whole, she was. I like, I like this class because I think legitimately, like the six guys we just mentioned, yep. like they all, they, all have some, they all have elite traits. You know, and I couldn't say that about six guys last year. There's mm-hmm. no way. Right. So there, there's some things here where even as much as I'm, I picked apart Fields and Lance, I still go unreal arm, unreal athlete. Fields is built like a Greek god. You know, Lance is like wide receiver quick in acceleration. So those things, I mean, yeah, uh, you know, even though there's some deficiencies in the other areas, they have that that still can, you know, pop my eyes open, and could still probably make things work in the NFL. Whew. Damn, I'm exhausted. Almost sweating. I an IV. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's lunchtime. What do you All right. have? Uh, I don't know anything right now. I might have to. Is it I, open down there? No, it, it, well, you got to order on the Thrive app. Oh, yeah, man. Thrive, put it on my tab. It's the second podcast in a row I've gave you free advertisement. Um, you did, so, and, and you did notice, by the way, this, this pod is a first for something. It's a first. What's that? First time it's ever happened. Fully made up. Oh, I, I did notice it. I just, I did not. I know. Look at you all makeup. Yeah. And, well, it doesn't matter, you know. Yeah, yeah, when yeah, you yeah. have those marble man good yeah. looks, it doesn't really make up. It doesn't matter. It doesn't really, I don't even notice. Have a, a lacrosse draft coming yeah. up after this. So that's, okay. that's, that's the makeup. All right. Yeah. Get your ass ready. Football to lacrosse now. Here I you know, go. Right? Yep. That's it. Everybody, you know where to find me. I'm willing. We're going to discuss, I think, all of the reactions but he's and not questions engaging. on Monday. He's not going to I will engage. not be engaging. Pete's going to have to look through my Twitter, <laughs> and then we'll answer those questions on Monday. Send it's me a, the good ones, though. It's a lot, he said. <laughs> oh, okay, lots of good ones. Please include me on the really yeah. good and bad ones. And I, my I'd phone like is blowing it. up as we've sat here, so obviously this has gotten some people's attention. But that's it. Uh, hope everybody enjoyed. Hope you liked the breakdown. Again, we're going to continue talking quarterbacks next week. I'm going to get Big Phil in here probably Monday, too, to talk talk to us a little so he can talk we have some conversations everybody be good have a good weekend peace out you the man Pauly b all right good to see you man the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.